was pretty tough to let go of that dream of having my marriage forever and our children and our little dream that we had dreamed up. It was tough to watch it fall apart, but cancer was tough. But I think when you watch your own expectation of what your life should be. Welcome to Ignite Your Passion with me, Bonnie Lang. Meet my guest today, Dr. Bree Bradley. She's a survivor, a proud mother, a midwife, an author, a pilot, and she believes that you don't have to just have one dream. Listen to this inspiring interview. You're going to love it. It is such a pleasure to have Dr. Bree Bradley with us today. How are you? I am great. Good morning. And how are you? Good morning. I am doing fantastic. Tell us where you're from. Tell us all about you. Well, I am from Emerald, Texas. I was born and raised here in the Texas Panhandle, and I am the oldest of seven kids. I grew up in just this flat land that's so beautiful with all the sunsets, and um, I have two kids. I have a, well, actually, I have three. I took in a surrogate son last year, so I have a 20-year-old, a 17-year-old, and a 16-year-old. Oh, my goodness. I see. And and one of them is a musician. One of them is a musician. Um, I grew up in the music industry. And when we adopted, I had prayed that one of my children would have my music talent. And Brayden was always kind of a drummer with his hands. And he ended up picking up the guitar a year and a half ago and plays naturally by ear. Oh, that's So incredible. really proud of him. That is incredible. Tell us what you do. I am a naturopathic doctor. Um, I practice natural medicine. I started when I became a cancer patient at 26 years old, and they pretty much gave me a death sentence and sent me home. And I decided that wasn't for me and that we were going to find a different way. And so I was already studying for my naturopathic doctorate, and I went ahead and basically finished through my journey of cancer for 10 years. And now I help people from colds to cancers. Oh my gosh. You are a survivor. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yes, awesome. ma'am. You look amazing. Thank you. You also had some trips that actually inspired your I did. hobby. So tell us about that. I did. So when I was a cancer patient, um, Angel Flight would step up and volunteer to fly patients that were really far from the treatment centers. And I flew Angel Flight for almost 10 years. So almost a decade and got to know the pilots. And every time I'd hop in the plane, they'd say, hey, little girl, you want to fly today? And I would say yes. And um, I learned the planes. And it's funny because I'm scared of heights, terrified. Uh, You put me on a second story and I don't want to get even close to the rail. But when I'm in the air, I feel free. And I began writing the first of my books during my journey. And I remember saying to myself and to the pilots, I'm going to one day finish my pilot's license and volunteer to do just this, but not take cancer patients to the centers, but take them on vacations because you never really get that. You spend every holiday in a cancer center. And I wanted to change that. And congratulations, because I've seen that you've just got your pilot's license. Now, I'm not all the way finished. I'm almost done. Um, I'm almost completed. I'm just finishing up those hours. But yes, I am almost completely done. And I'm super excited. 
So what are your plans then? Do you already have something kind of? Kind of lined up. Um, I do have people that have been in my practice for 20 years that have been battling cancer. And my first thoughts are that I want to take them on a dream vacation. Oh, that's incredible. What has been the process for getting your pilot's license? You know, it's, it's an interesting process. It's kind of rigorous. You get in there and you just kind of have to get to know the plane and get to know the air really well and, you know, your boundaries. And I had to really get over a couple of fears. And um, now that I've done that, I am so enjoying flying. Um, You have about 40 hours to your private pilot's license. Now I'm going to continue on and get my charter license um, to take groups of people. So that's kind of the plan on that rate. Wow. I want to be the first on your plane. <laughs> Absolutely. South Texas is, has my heart, actually. I used to live in Austin and you got it, girl. So what do you find most rewarding? You said that you just feel free. I mean, what is it? What does it feel like? You know, when I'm in the air, because I, you know, when, when I'm on the ground, everybody needs me. When I'm in the air, my phone is off. I am able to just concentrate on the task at hand. Um, you see all the beautiful land you can see for miles and miles around here because there isn't really mountains. It's just kind of flat land. So you see the sunsets <laughs> and the sunrises, and it just gives you a sense of it's kind of my time with the Lord. I'm able to just kind of just enter in a new realm and it is invigorating. It's very freeing. That's incredible. I love it. You also, so you're doing a number of things. You're also a midwife. So how do you balance everything? Tell us about everything that you are doing. Um, I'm expanding my business. I'm offering all kinds of different therapies from sensory deprivation tank to oxygen therapy to infrared sauna, just kind of holistic ways to help your body every day from start to finish. And balance came with, I think, wisdom and age. Through the 20 years of practice, I didn't have as much balance. When you start getting a little older, you learn that you can't work seven days a week. Um, I prioritize time off. I prioritize weekends with my family. Uh, I make sure that if my kiddos need me, I am taking a break and going to events. And I think you just have to learn that your, your priorities have to stay in sync when you're in a business like I am where it's just all the time and allow people to know that healthy boundaries are good in your business and your life. So how many deliveries do you do like in a month? Um, You know, mine is not a whole bunch. It's kind of almost in a year because I am on call a lot for a delivery. And so I chose to basically take a few a year between uh, five to 10 I don't do a whole bunch. It's It used to be kind of primary in my practice, but since I've been expanding with my holistic practices, I kind of toned it down. So I'm still doing it, but I'm just not um, doing hundreds or anything like that anymore. I've done about 400 deliveries over the last 20 years and I love it. I started out with uh, actually my own mom. <laughs> she actually um, had seven of us and didn't make it to the hospital. And that would began my passion of midwifery. Oh my gosh. Well, what is it like? I mean, I know I was there with my sister when she had her first baby and it's just so magical. You cry and it's just, I don't know. It's just hard to explain. I know my journey. Um, 
I wasn't able to have my own children. All my kids are adopted. And so it was hard at first and it was kind of a healing journey for me. I got into midwifery to heal a lot of the pain of infertility. And the Lord just began to share with me that I was going to be a part of women's journeys and their infertility journey and and bringing life in where there wasn't, didn't seem to be a possibility. And I've helped 56 couples um, have babies that had no hope. And that began the journey of the midwifery for me was helping couples that couldn't have babies just like me. Oh my God, you're incredible. You give me goosebumps. (laughs) So beautiful. I love it. Oh, so incredible. I love it. I wasn't able to have kids. Um, And sometimes I have moments, you know, that are, you know, Mm -hmm. I I get a little sad about it, but you know, it's what, you know, that's not in my plan. So um, I love how you've taken it and you've just made it so something so beautiful, you know, and you've adopted three beautiful children. They're so beautiful. And I'll tell you what, um, they were drug babies and I didn't even hesitate. And they ended up beautiful, productive, amazing human beings that are just the highlight of my life. And when I look at them, I realized that every tear that fell, every time I would get a negative test, you know, that 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 journey ended just exactly how God meant it to be. And they're perfect. Oh, that's beautiful. You're so beautiful. You are. What does your day normally look like? Um, well, I wake up usually around five o'clock and I spend some sweet time with my son. He loves to come in in the morning and just talk to mom. And that's kind of like our time. And I don't negotiate that. I always kind of, I call him and he'll say, is it time to come in? And I'm like, yeah. So we kind of spend our little time and then we get up and I go work out. He gets ready. And um, from there it is drop off and kind of hit the ground running. I get to the office and start seeing everything from, I do um, life coaching and um, all kinds of different things in my practice. So I put on different hats and I'm able to see a cold and then, Uh, help with medical massage and therapies. And, you know, you just kind of go through just putting different hats on and, and my day ends around eight or nine o'clock on two to three days a week. And I make sure I'm home for dinner, the others. So that's how I keep balance. I allow myself to work really long, a couple days a week, and then realize that it's home and making dinner, the others, so that my kiddo didn't feel like, where's mama? (laughs) So what is your favorite part of the job? Um, You know, all of it. I love watching people come in. My fertility patients are probably my favorite because I remember the heartache of every single month and the journey that I took and um, the loss. I had a lot of miscarriages um, and I remember feeling like, God, if I can ever help someone have this, I want to. And so when they come in and they're pregnant, and we're starting the journey and now I'm their midwife and we transition into that new phase and I watch their bellies grow and I watch the happiness in their families. That to me is probably the greatest gift I can give back with the fact that I have adopted babies and I had to go through watching our birth mom who were actually pretty close with the families. Um, You know, I watched their loss and now I can turn around and watch the journey of the gift come back into people's life and they have their baby. So it's, that's probably the most rewarding. Now I can say that cancer, when they beat cancer, it's the same kind of thing. I remember beating cancer myself. So 
I think my whole job is wonderful. <laughs> I don't have a day where I feel like I work. I feel like um, God has blessed me with a ministry of 26 years of never working and having a beautiful testimony to say, not only did I live, but I help people live every day. That's so beautiful. You are such a special person. You are. I'm a cancer survivor too. Are you? I am. I had leukemia when I was nine. And so I was in the hospital um, in and out for more than a year and did the chemo and radiation treatment. And I still have scars from that. that just remind me that, hey, I'm a survivor. And so um, I don't talk about it a lot, but I feel like and I had another interview and they were like, you know, you need to really, you know, create awareness about it and do more. So that's one of my goals I want to work on, you know, just, you know what, um, it doesn't have to be a death sentence. And that's where I come in as a naturopathic physician is when you understand that emotional health and physical health go side by side, you see a lot more survivorship. I think people walk into cancer centers and there's just negative everywhere and people dying and it's a very hard environment. And my encouragement to people is research and look because there are options and there's, it's a beautiful thing to go through a journey and be able to have hope the whole time and not really look at all the negatives and anyone can be a survivor stage four to stage one. I've been both. Um, I was stage four and terminal and planned my own funeral and realized that this was not going to happen. And I spoke life every day and I overcame it and I won't go back. But a lot of his emotional health. <laughs> so what's been the most challenging for you? Out of everything, um, my divorce after 20 years was pretty tough. Um, I had to walk through that after I had beaten cancer and just, I think the stress of the fertility and the cancer all the years just kind of took its toll. And that was pretty tough to let go of that dream of having my marriage forever and our children and our little dream that we had dreamed up. It was tough to watch it fall apart, but cancer was tough. But I think when you watch your own expectation of what your life should be and then accept the new that God brings into it, you know, and you learn to look at life a little differently, that was a tough journey for me. I kind of spun a little bit. I didn't dating after 20 years was really tough. Uh, and I didn't quite know how to handle life, you know, as life was now versus 20 years ago. That was a tough journey. Oh, well, sorry to hear that. You know what? It's turned around into a blessing. I think, um, and this is what I teach my patients. There is nothing that we go through that ends up in a regret. It is a journey of learning and learning how to turn your battles into victories and realizing that if you didn't have that experience, if I wouldn't have gone through fertility, if I wouldn't have had the cancer, you know, the journey that I went through there, I couldn't help all the patients I help today. And even in life coaching, I coach marriages from on the rocks back into marriage. And so that right there, if I wouldn't have had the experience, I wouldn't know. So I'm thankful for it. Amen. Amen. I love it. So then you mentioned that you're working on a book. Um, do you know when you're, when it's going to be coming out? Well, I'm working on five books. <laughs> I'm not an, five books? I'm an overachiever. Yes. Okay. So my first book has been kind of in the process through the 10 year journey and it's called Shattered Dreams to Butterfly Wings. And I'm kind of getting that 
name out there. It is coming soon. In the next year, I should be published. Everything's been kind of ready, but COVID kind of slowed us down a little bit and brought us back. So we're getting, I had to switch publishers. And so that is up and coming. Um, the, the cover reminds me exactly of the journey I've gone through. It's when you look at the cover, it's a beautiful butterfly. Um, but one side of it, when you turn it, you see these flames and it's, it's burning. And then when you turn it to the other side, the flames turn into mosaic masterpiece. And I think that is where our journey becomes beautiful is that we take all the fiery sides of life and we become a mosaic masterpiece. And so that's what I want people to feel when they read that book. Ooh, I can't wait. You'll have to keep me updated on that. I will. I will sign and send you a copy. And so four others, are they, what are those? I have four things? others. Um, one is a, uh, we call it the book of Brie. And it's kind of like all my remedies and things that I do in my practice that you can do at home. Like peppermint brings down a fever, you know, just little things that new parents need to know, grandparents need to know, and uh, just tips and tricks at home that can help without running to the doctor. Another one of my books is a love story. And it has a little twist at the end that you don't expect. And I've been writing that one this last year. And it's It's really been heartwarming to kind of look at love in a different light. So I'm enjoying that one. And then a couple other ones are going to be a surprise. Awesome. That's so exciting. So then you have a publisher that you're working with on all of the books. I am Uh, two different publishers. One of them is a Christian publisher and one of them is not. So I'm kind of working with two different ones and I'm enjoying the process of both. So then do you write, are you writing the entire story and then they make edits to it or how does that process work? I write pretty much, I write the whole book and they just kind of edit and go through and figure out things that we need to pull out, put in and help me design the covers and get everything ready for a book tour and publishing. So we'll have to do an interview again when we publish. (laughs) Yes, you'll have to come to San Antonio as part of your book tour. I would love to. Yes. Let me know. We'll definitely connect. Absolutely. What do you want listeners to know about you and your, your purpose? You know, my, the whole thing I think with life in general is that I teach all of my patients, my kiddos, you don't have to dream one dream in your life. You don't have to focus on one thing, but you can dream all your dreams and accomplish things that you never did and, and get that fire back inside of you. A lot of people forget their own favorite color, favorite meal through life. And I just encourage people to zone back in and get to know themselves and remember that healing is possible no matter what area or journey or stage you're at on that journey. Anything is possible when you put your mind to it and you don't have to sit where you are. You're not a tree. Get up and move and let's get life moving in the right direction. I love it. Where can people find you? So uh, I haven't had this website very long because I just designed it. So I'm going to tell you it is bodyoflifeholisticwellness.com. I just created that. I have a Dr. Bree podcast. You can look up and I'm on every platform that there is. And Dr. Bree Bradley on Facebook. I'm not on a ton of them. Go ahead. And I'll put links in the show notes as well. So amazing. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? I think that wraps up 
A lot of it. I'm so blessed to be on your podcast. I just think that I I admire everything that you're doing and I love your music and thank you for having me on. I appreciate the friendship that you've shown me over the last couple of months, just getting to know you. And mm-hmm. I look forward to the journey. Right back at you. You're incredible. And I wish so many wonderful things for you. You are already doing so many amazing things. And yeah, let's reconnect definitely, especially when you release your book. So, and I can't wait to get my copy. (laughs) I can't wait to share it with you. I'll tell you what, when you're on that journey and it took you 10 years to write it because you had to slow down through parts. You're so excited when you finally get to that finishing part of the journey. So I'm so excited too. And I can't wait to be back on with you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, honey. And I hope you have an amazing and gloriously blessed day. You too. Wow, this was so incredible. Send me a message and tell me how this inspired you. Share this with a friend. If you have any topics that you want to discuss, please send me a message. Check out my previous episodes too. They are amazing. Just like this one. If you're enjoying the episodes, please give me five stars. Peace, love, happiness, and hugs to you. And don't forget to subscribe.